a slight change to the format in this edition of Old Time Trio. But to be honest, the film that we're going to be talking about in this episode uh, is really worth free. We're talking about the 1927 American silent film Wings, which won the first Academy Award for Best Picture. And uh, the film starred Clara Bow, Charles Buddy Rogers and Richard Arlen. So it's a World War I picture made nine years after the end of the First World War. And I'll just, just say it outright, it is astonishing. It's available to stream on Paramount Plus in the UK, at least. Uh, it's on Blu-ray. I think it's out there on DVD as well. It's been restored. Uh, it is the restored version from 2012 that we will be talking about today so wings andrea uh it's been a little while since we've seen it but i i think i would be right in saying that even after all this time later it still has an effect on us i mean yeah i'm not fresh i can't remember every detail about it but as we start to talk about it i'm sure it will all come flooding back because literally it's kind of become the benchmark like I mean going into watching it I didn't have high expectations really a little bit because you talked a little about it because I think you had read a bit about it and you said you know come on let's give this a go and we've um, watched and reviewed a bunch of silent film before and really enjoyed it in the most part, but it can feel, I think, a little bit of a slog nowadays because we're just used to um, the sound breaking up kind of the pace of it and it keeps you keeps your mind interested. So, yeah, fairly low, moderate expectations going into it. And I really didn't expect to come out after the entire movie feeling like... It's probably the greatest movie I've ever seen. Maybe the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> I certainly felt that when we finished watching it, because we were only going to watch like an hour and then go, right, let's let's come back to that. But then um, our child went to bed. We then thought, let's just keep watching, because we, we had got so engrossed in the story. Uh, let's be honest, though, uh, the first kind of... 10 15 minutes were a little bit of a slog but that's because it was very silent movie at the beginning and i think that possibly could put off newer viewers but it yeah. just got better and better and i think the thing we can say here is it wouldn't be the film it was without uh, its director william a wellman who pretty much invents everything in this movie every <laughs> Um, kind of cliche that you see in war movies from even the 40s onwards. Every um, aviation movie starts here. Top Gun starts here. Top Gun Maverick, the biggest film of 2022, starts in 1927 with this movie. Uh, there's so many moments of which still um, resonate and... I think the thing as well is because it's made nine years after the end of the, the First World War, 
there's something still quite raw about it and it still feels fairly topical because you're thinking the people that are involved in this were involved in that war in some way. Yes, I guess coupled in some part with the photographic style, it doesn't feel a million miles away from all that uh, war footage that we've all seen. Um, so it kind of has a um, an element of that that gives it an authenticity. But I think also just the fact that, I mean, certainly the director, <clears throat> I believe, was a fighter pilot, wasn't he, in, in the actual conflict i so, think so yeah so it, i mean it, it lends itself doesn't it definitely um, it, it really shows like he has actual pilots up in the air there's no kind of visual yeah. trickery the people who were flying the planes in the movie are flying the plane in the movie like it's happening they're actually flying it's not sat in a mock-up cockpit with a with back projection behind them or any crazy tricks it's guys flying planes acting while flying planes like what and you what? can see uh the clouds as well like there's actual yeah. clouds there's like a real feeling really, of being up in the air there is and like i mean <laughs> i can't deconstruct this there's so much to say so even just in these flying uh, scenes i guess um which encompass like dog fights and stuff like that you have the fact that the actors are flying the planes so they are flying in i guess a choreographed flight i don't really know what else to call it so they're they're following you know where they need to go to make the action in the story happen they're acting like how the character needs to react in that moment. And then the way that it's shot from several angles, so we've got the action straight on to the actor in the cockpit flying, and then we've got those like um, aerial from above watching the action, I really don't know what you would call any of this technically, that you see in as you mentioned, every single other movie that contains aviation, basically for the rest of time, up until yesterday, it's done the same way. And I just could not believe it. And not only that, it's not just like some fly on the wall thing, like it feels kind of like it, but also there's some beautiful shots in there. Like you said lovely like artistic shots where there's lovely cloud formations and the way everything is composed like there it's proper it's artistic oh my and goodness, it's technical yeah. i mean there's a moment at the end not to give away any of the story because really it's about these two guys uh played by charles buddy rogers and richard arlen who are basically fighter pilots in the first world war and there's a sequence at the end where they're flying over battlefields, uh, if you remember. And that sequence, I mean, knowing that a lot of these details must be fresh in some of these people's minds that have mocked this up, it actually looks fairly um, 
incredible. Like the you look over and it's like that could actually be some kind of battlefield. The way that they've they've done it. Um, I mean, there is a sequence where the guy's flying over and he's basically just shooting in the battlefield. And there's such a sense, like in this modern era of everything's got to be really big and sensational. And yet there's this film from 1927 that's offering it in spades. I mean, I don't know whether you you remember the fact that there is a scene where somebody's engine stalls and you then remember this is real. This isn't yeah. a special effect. This isn't a couple of people flying with models in the air. This is a real plane. And the plane just goes woof. Yeah. And and it goes down, and I I really just did the sound effect <laughs> to to explain, you know what what happened. Um, incredible! And when somebody jumps out of a plane and they get shot on the way down, and their body just lands, and again <gasps> you can't hear the crunch. Oh my goodness! I forgot about that. But you can see it. It's like, wow. Oh my goodness. Just, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. So obviously in the story, what's happening is one of the um, airmen is shot down. So he jumps out of the plane with his parachute. Am I remembering that correctly? Mm -hmm. And as you say, he gets, the parachute gets shot or he gets shot something and he just falls out of the sky basically. And like, You've got this kind of like um, like wide shot, I suppose you would call it. Show you know, not like way close up on him, and you just see his body like properly hit the deck, and it's like, is he okay? Like <laughs> for a second, it just takes you out of the movie because you're like, they just did that. He just fell on the ground like a sack of potatoes, not like a stunt man doing a you know tuck and roll or whatever like it made my body hurt for a second to watch it, it was outrageous you literally it went was. whoa 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 whoa, yeah. whoa what's what's going I on here mean, oh, it was a roller coaster it was incredible watching this film i really just there is so much to deconstruct as i said already like i mean can like when we got to the end of the movie i think we were exhausted because it was so it was such a um like visual experience i guess or experience in general because it's not just what you're seeing it's like what's implied and what you can sense behind it all and like the sense of authenticity the story that you were so invested and then it really actually it's quite impactful in a way the story so there's a couple of things i think we should note here um the version that we're talking about is the 2012 restoration where they went back to the original manuscript for the music and stuff, and they re-recorded it. And uh, for versions of the film, they had sound effects. So they recreated those sound effects, which I think to us, the modern audience, I mean, the visuals would be impactful anyway, but to us, the, us, the modern audience, those sound effects made it even more thrilling, I think, to go along with the visuals. Also, uh, in terms of the visuals, there was moments where you see um, planes on fire and it was red. And we were like, okay, what have they done here? They've done some kind of trickery in the restoration. Yeah, like this burning effect. And actually, no, they did that 
originally and you're like what it was like some special process on the film or something yeah that created a color like a color burst and yeah it's so uh, effective um the other thing is as well that's really just a blip on the radar but for modernish viewers uh, gary cooper makes Oh, yeah. um, an appearance in this movie but to be honest blink and you, you miss him <laughs> yeah i, I mean, mean he was a bit part in this oh it, it definitely is funny because the trailer for the restoration is like and gary cooper in the role that <laughs> made his name and you're like okay what's what's he gonna do is he gonna be like you know is he the enemy because you know he doesn't have to do accents or anything like that no he's literally in it for like two minutes yeah and just then, like one of their mates and then he disappears um, but apparently it's it's the movie that made his name. Um, good luck to him. Uh, the other thing that we should perhaps mention as well is it contains this movie, one of the biggest stars of the era, Clara Bow, who you could look at it and go, oh, she's been kind of relegated to second base on this because the, the men's uh, story is what you're mainly focused on but she is kind of the she's the girl who they almost both lust after after in some way but she's a lot more than that i mean i think she said before in this movie she's basically eye candy but um there's a lot more to it than that because she gets involved in the war in this film and there's one sequence in particular where uh, a is it a village gets bombed or something yes and the way in which she's involved in it and it's it it was incredible and it's like that's clara bow uh in this action sequence and it's amazing yeah completely and she is somewhat of a um a second fiddle in a way i guess as you say i think she's that character who sort of like um sews together a lot of really important elements you know, her travelling through her part of the story journey, I guess, kind of brings together all the other elements and transitions one to the next and ties them together and makes it make sense, I think. She's involved in a great sequence in France where there's that amazing dolly shot, which everybody always talks about. And there are other moments as well in the movie. I don't want to spoil it too much. This film needs to be seen. And I think it's on Paramount Plus uh, because of the fact it's their first Academy Award winner. It's the first Academy Award winner. And what a film. I think even if I watch this in silent, without the sound effects, without um, the kind of things that they added in, there this would still be one of the best films I've ever seen because every everything kind of follows on. I mean, one thing we've noted before when we've talked about this film in private is William A. Wellman gave portable cameras to people in the battlefield sequences so they could catch the planes going over. Yes. So that it could be cut in. And that to me was like in 1927, think about this, when most cameras were like really heavy things, in 1927, those people that you see in the battlefield from a distance, some of them have got cameras. 
Yeah. Cameras. And that's that's a pretty accepted modern idea, isn't it? So probably in the last 10 years, I think that's come much more to prominence where actors in movies have been given handheld cameras in order to capture a different um, feel, I guess, of certain shots to, to add in and, and give us a different perspective in the film. But when I read after we'd watched it that this was the case I was like I mean (laughs) that's just an example probably the most stark example for me of I mean did Mr Wellman not just go like is he not from now and he just went back in time and made that movie I have no idea where did his ideas come from how did he get these ideas and then they didn't become commonplace again for decades and yet there it is in this movie from from 1927 yeah uh which is we're going to keep saying incredible amazing i'm running out of adjectives for this yes because this really is a benchmark and one of the reasons why we wanted to talk about this film is because people should see this because not only is it visually great um, the restoration is brilliant. It adds lots of things that, to be honest, were pretty much already there. Um, the story is compelling. There are a lot of visual and storytelling firsts in it. It also has a poignant message about war in it, which at the end was like, wow, you got me there. It was like yeah. the perfect kind of trio of things. It's like this movie is perfect even with its flaws with some of the things where you're like it went a bit silent movie-ish there and that's not that's not to detract from it but when something is so kind of modernistic in its ideas and in its approach just the ever so slightly things that you really associate with the silent film era which perhaps haven't carried over it kind of maybe detracts from it slightly but Apart from that, it is this incredible lands, like like just landmark in film that people should see. And that is why we decided uh, to talk about it and dedicate an entire episode to it. Um, There's so much more. I think we could talk about this for an hour, (laughs) but I think we're going to leave it there. Wings from 1927 is available on Paramount+. Plus. It's on Blu-ray via Eureka, and it should be on TV somewhere. They should put it on because this is this is not like any other film I think I, I've ever seen. I want to go and see William A. Wellman's other work as well. Uh, he worked extensively with John Wayne later in his career. I'd love to see how some of those ideas translate to that. Um, I feel like he made The High and Mighty as yeah, well. Yeah, I think so. That's not a bad film. No. Uh, well, there we are. Um, but this, yeah, this film is exceptional. Everybody is amazing in it. Uh, see it however you can. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Old Time Trio podcast. <laughs>